When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 2, Chapter, titled For Love and Apartments I'm Alden I'm Tanya I'm the boy I'm the girl And we are the least healthy podcast on the planet We did it, <laughs> we hit the record, it's the least healthy podcast on the planet um, How have you been, Tanya? I don't know that I want to talk about that right now Really? Yeah Why? I mean, how have you been? Not great. Neither of us have been great, uh, health-wise. Um, Tanya tested positive for COVID. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, and I've had the worst digestive problems I've had in a few years. So, um, what else have you done? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, because I had to take off work again, I've had more time to watch more TV shows. So I finished Station Eleven, which was brilliant and charming and gorgeous and so good. And I just need someone to watch it so I can talk to them about it because nobody that I know has watched that show. And I just need to discuss it so badly. It's, al um, it's almost like no one really wants to watch a pandemic happen in front of their face. I mean, maybe, but... It's so good. I mean, and like online, tons of people have watched it and love it. But like, I'm not going to talk to strangers about it. Um, and then I also uh, got caught up with Abbott Elementary, which I'm so excited to watch it every week because it is so charming and funny. And I love it so much. I was so sad when I finished the last episode that was available can't wait for a new episode to come out yeah what Good. have you been up to uh, not really a whole lot um just living life i do want to say uh this friday um f a few days from now depending on when you're listening to this friday january 28th the critical role show legend of vox machina comes out on amazon prime and i recommend you watch it the first three episodes will be out on friday and then we can talk about it. Yeah, we haven't watched it because it hasn't come out yet, but rest, we know it's going to be good. And rest assured, uh, next week's episode, we will be talking about it. Yeah, pretty much exclusively. Like, we might have like 10 minutes to commit to Boy Meets World, yeah. but they just released um, like supporting cast voice actors that are going to be in the show. And you all, it is insane they got david tennant i am so excited david they got tennant of doctor who fame and harry potter fame yeah like but mostly yes doctor who fame he was like one of the best doctors ever i love david tennant so much well and but also Don dominic monaghan who is uh of lost and hobbit and lord of the rings yeah mostly i mean it, he's a hobbit it's very exciting i, I still see him as the guy from lost charlie uh David Tennant, though, is also in Good Omens, which is one of the best shows ever made on television. So 
I'm all for David Tennant. It's so exciting. Yeah, and that's on top of the main cast, who are all already famous, prolific voice actors. Well, and all of the other cast members that they announced. The, yeah. Those were just the two that, for some reason, I was like, oh my goodness, they got these people. Well, and what's her name? from Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah. Um, they got Mirabelle. <laughs> so... From... Uh, Encanto. Encanto and uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, no, it's it's it looks crazy. Now that doesn't mean that the show is going to be amazing. Like those are amazing voice actors. Let's I, and I assume it's going to be amazing, but I can't wait to find out for sure. I'm not going to lie. I think Amazon shows are uh, a lot about quality. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't been one that I've watched from like, ooh, like this is really poor quality. Um. So I was really excited when I saw that it was going to be an Amazon show. Well, the fact of the matter is, like, we saw how it played out with Invincible. That could have gone uh, a million different ways, and they did it to perfection. Yeah. So, anyway. You know what else we watched? (laughs) What else do we watch? Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 2, Chapter Titled? For Love and Apartments. And please go ahead and blur me up. All right. The blurb for this episode is Corey and Sean try to convince Topanga's parents to reconcile. This episode was directed by David Kendall, and it was written by Matthew Nelson. Um, Maddie Nels is back. Hmm. I wonder how he did at writing this episode. You know, he's a really good writer. Um, he's written some really important episodes in the Boy Meets World history. Yeah, so, I mean, history, historically, then this episode should be... A home run. Yeah, history historically. Hit it out of the the park. (laughs) Okay. So one of the things that I've struggled with with COVID is um, mentally, I'm not all there. So I'm very sorry, guys. You're doing great. I mean, the fact that we're recording at all while you have COVID is eh, good job. My symptoms are very, very, very few and far between. Like, I'm not incredibly sick. Right. Um, So thank God for the vaccine. It doing what it's supposed to yeah all right so classroom and Tanya, where do we start we do not start in the classroom we start in the dorm room basically Uh where we left off last week we left off Corey and sean were talking almost like mid-conversation like they start like like in the middle of a sentence (laughs) yeah it's very soap opera again yeah Yeah. uh where uh, Sean is just like Corey. We can't go to Pittsburgh. Like I don't, I don't want to go to Pittsburgh. And Corey's like, we have to go. We have. It's important that we we put them back together. And Sean's like, we can't put them back together. We can't do anything. And um, Angela and Topanga walk in at that point, and they're like, super like, um, depressed looking, it, but also like very defensive looking. Like yeah. immediately, um. Like, Angela's, like, serving some really, really, like, uh, like, pretentious looks towards the guys. Like, don't talk to my friend. Like, right. you can't talk us out of this. Right. She's saying all of that with her face. Uh-huh. And they're talking about how they're they're getting ready to leave now. They're going to the apartment. And they're leaving the dorm. And um, Corey is just like, come on. why Where are you going? Why are you looking so somber? And Topanga's like, uh, somber? I look like this because the only relationship I ever believed in has died. And Corey's just like, turn that frown upside down. And Topanga looks like she's going to murder him. And 
basically, then Sean turns to talk to Angela and Angela's like, look, I can't have a relationship right now, Sean. Um, It's just not something that I can do right now. And Corey is just like, all right, I'm going to fix you. I'm going to fix you. I'm going to fix you. And then I'm going to take a bath. Who else took a bath today? Me. Yeah. Got that COVID bath going on. Um, That sounded really gross. It did sound really gross. Sometimes life is gross. Life finds a way. Um, All right. So anyway, yeah, Corey's just trying to fix everybody. Um, The girls leave uh, the dorm room and the boys start to follow. Well, and and Topanga calls, or or Corey calls Topanga Mopey and she gets really mad and she's like, hey, you're an insensitive jerk. And he's like, yeah, well, you're going to be a missensitive jerk. And she walks out. And basically... Angela goes to walk out. Sean looks at her and goes, hey, this isn't about you anymore. This is this is me. If you walk out that door, you're I'm going to forget you ever existed. And she just like shrugs and walks out the door and he's like, turns to Corey and he's like, I have to get her back. Yeah. So they're going to head to Pittsburgh. Yeah. We, we jump flash to Pittsburgh because yeah. it's no, 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 we don't. No, we don't. We go to uh, a the- room. The girls' dorm room. Was that what it was? Yeah, it was the girls' dorm room. And Jack and Eric are in the girls' dorm room. There's a big Backstreet Boys poster on the wall. There's like a Hello Kitty plush on a chair. Um, It's very much like feminine in nature. And they're just like sitting on the end of the bed. And they're like, we really need to get the apartment back. Like, we can't stay here. And... Eric kind of says, like, why? We've got we've got everything we need here. Like, we've got Perfect. This, this giant Backstreet Boys poster and Jack's like, a nail polish. This is a girl's room. And Eric's like, oh, you can uh, do my fingers and my toes. And Jack is like, oh, my gosh, we have to get out of here. And Eric's like, why? And Jack's like, because the cute one is looking at me right now about the BSB poster. And Eric's like... You think Howie? Uh, you think Howie's the cute one? I definitely thought that Nick was the cute one. And Jack is just like, yeah, we gotta go. And they leave. Uh, and then we go downstairs to Chucky's. Chucky's. Where um, Eric and Jack are talking now to Mr. Feeney. And they're like, we just, we don't know what to do. Uh, what, what should we do in a situation where we're getting bullied? Um, we're dealing with bullies, Mr. Feeney. What do we do? And Jack goes, yeah, and what if those bullies are gur... And Eric cuts him off and goes, gorillas. Gorillas. <laughs> They're really big gorillas. Uh, and Feeney is like, listen, no matter what you do, like, you need to stand up for yourself. And that goes whether it's gorillas or three very cute co-eds. And they're like, you know about it? And he's like, the whole school is talking about it. They're making a mockery of your name. And they look around, and everyone in Chucky's is, like, staring at them and pointing. And Jack is like, oh, no, my name is Mockery. And Eric starts, like, pointing at Jack and laughing, and he's like, they're laughing at you. Look, look at everybody's laughing at you. Look at his face. Look at his shirt. (laughs) And he, like, falls out of his chair laughing. Um, and then we go to Pittsburgh. Then we go to Pittsburgh. We get the word Pittsburgh across the screen. Oh, did we? Yeah. I must have been writing because I was like, where are we? Yeah. 
Um, they put the word Pittsburgh across the screen. You can see like cars going by and then you see um, Sean and Corey in the hallway of an apartment building. They're about to knock on a door and Corey is talking about how like, um, well, we need we, we got to do this. We got to get them back. Um, I just want us to be back with Tapangela. And Sean is like, uh, excuse me. And Corey goes, listen, I'm just trying to save time. Was this the first, like, ship name? There's no way, but it kind of felt like it. Because I feel like we didn't start doing, like, ship names until, like, early aughts, where we, everybody was reading tabloids all the time. Well, when did, when did, um, not Brangelina, the one before that. It was Ben Affleck and, uh, Jenner, Benifer. Like, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. I feel like it was around the same time. Was it? Yeah. Um, like, this episode aired in early 2000. Then it probably was about that time. Yeah. For some reason, I thought we were still in, like, 99. Um, no, this this episode actually aired on uh, October 1st, 1999. So, yes, it was 99. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I feel like it, uh, Benifer was around the same time. What if? Boy Meets World started ship names. That would be crazy. It would make sense in the timeline. Like, Boy Meets World has, like... Um, the trailblazers, those yeah. those people on Boy Meets World. Yeah. So they want to get to Pangela back. They knock on the door. Door opens up. And we get some dude answering the door. Uh, some dude. Can't remember his name. But I recognize him. Mostly from the movie Election. But he's been in like one episode of everything that's ever come out and i think most recently you would recognize him he played god in preacher when preacher was on but i don't know like i only watched a couple episodes of that show so So what's god playing in this in this tv show what new character is he in this tv show Topanga's dad? Jedi- okay. Jedediah? He's he, Jedediah? He certainly doesn't look like a Jedediah. He almost looks less of a Jedediah than the guy from Better Call Saul did. Yeah. Uh, he definitely did look less like a Jedediah. I don't know. They both look not Jedediah-ish, and they both acted not Jedediah-ish. Yeah, he looked like his name would be, like, Chad, and he would be like, well, gotta go, gotta go play golf. Yeah. Um, gotta go... Not be married. And I gotta go play the stock market. Yeah, no, it was weird. Uh, but whatever. So it's it's a new dad. But the same dad. And he's like, listen, we're not getting back together, boys. What are you doing here? And, um... And Corey's just like, you You love each other. I know that you love each other. I've seen it. And Jedediah is like... Oh, at this point, they're just calling him Jed. He's like, what What did you see? And Corey's like, I saw you touch her tushy and say, Auga. And he's like, oh, you saw that, did you? Did you, you didn't see when I honk honked, right? And Corey's like, no, I definitely didn't see honk honk. And then Corey starts like bad mouthing the apartment to try to make him feel bad. Like, oh, God, you really want to be here with all these dirty dishes and wrinkly shirts and Which, like um would make me assume that he's saying like don't you need your wife exactly. to do these things for you yeah don't you need a wife to make sure your clothes aren't wrinkly and your dishes are done 
no, no, no. Maybe you should probably do your dishes and yeah. your laundry, homie. Yeah. Jedediah. Um, and, but as he's, like, he's, like, basically insulting Jedediah. And Jedediah is like, what gives you the right to talk to me like that? And Corey goes, love. The belief in something that's more powerful than you or me. Just love gives me that right. And, um... Jedediah starts talking about how, like, or no, and Sean looks at him and he goes, why do you hate me? Because he's, like, been really short with Sean. Well, and Sean didn't want to go into the apartment in the first place because he was like, he hates me. Like, he's always hated me. And he asks Jedediah why he hates him. And Jedediah is like, it's because of that one time I walked down into the basement and you were making out with Topanga. And Corey's like, oh, see? What? And yeah, Corey is scandalized. Freaks out, and Jedediah's like, I'm just kidding. It was never him in the basement. It was always you. And he gets up, and he starts talking to Sean, and he's like, listen, you know what? You're a good kid. I apologize. I was wrong. I, I always thought it would be you in the basement with Topanga. It was always, and he starts, like, dying laughing, and he points to Corey, and he was like, it was always him. <laughs> I guess I should have been afraid of him. And, uh, anyway, they're like, we need you to talk to, to, to Panga's mom, whatever her name is. What her name is? Rhiannon. Yeah. And he's like, she doesn't want to talk to me. And Corey's like, yes, she does. We'll make sure of it. And we cut to Topanga's house. Right? Yeah, Topanga's mom's house. So I spoke about my absolute adoration for Annette O'Toole. Yes. As Rhiannon. It is not a Neto tool. We is- have a new Topanga mom. Too. A new Topanga mom too. It's Brie from Desperate Housewives. Brie from Desperate Housewives. I don't yeah. know who she is. Um, oh gosh, what is her name in real life? Oh, Marsha Cross. Okay. Is it's a good name. Topanga's mom in this episode. Okay. Um, gorgeous. She definitely, I feel like, embodies what the character was supposed to be better than we've seen yeah. recently. Yeah, like, she does seem like more like loving hippie mom. Yeah. Um, and she's like, Corey, I really appreciate you coming here, but like, there's nothing that we can do about this. He doesn't want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to him. And Corey's like, oh, but that's where you're wrong. Like, he does want to talk to you. And she's like, he does. Um, what? And then she's like, why are you doing this? Like, what are you doing here? Um, and he explains it all over again. He's like, I just, I know you love each other and love doesn't die and says all of this stuff. So she agrees to talk to him because he wants to talk to her. Well, and he starts pushing her. Like, he is like, um, um, so do you, do you want to see your husband? And she's like, no. And he's like, do you want to see your husband? She's like, no. And he waits like three seconds and he's like, do you want to see your husband? And Sean just laughs and he's like, you think he's going to quit? He's not going to quit. And she goes, why are you doing this to me? And he was like, I'm just paying you back for those 2000 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches you made me. This is your payback? Well, it worked. Because at that moment she started laughing and she was like, fine. Yeah. If he wants to see me, then I'm ready to talk. Anyway, so now we go back to the apartment. Which apartment? Uh, Are we going back to Jedediah's apartment? No. We're going... Are we going back to 
the dorm that Jack and Eric were sharing. Oh, I like the way you're talking to me like Steve from Blue's Clues, though. (laughs) It's really good. Um, He taught me so well. (laughs) uh, No, they go back to the girls' apartment, formerly known as Jack, Eric, and, and Rachel's apartment. It is now Topanga, Angela, and Rachel's apartment. I'm still very mad about this because Jack paid the deposit on this apartment. Uh-huh. The the apartment is probably in Jack's name. Oh yeah. Like this was Jack's apartment that he was just letting other people live in and now he doesn't get to live there. Yeah. And and like it doesn't play out in a great way on the girls. Like the boys are like you guys are bullies and the girls are like, "Oh, look at these really strong men." Yeah, and they're sitting on the couch, like, painting their toenails and stuff. And, like, you can tell Rachel's been with the two guys for too long. Like, she is having a ball being with the girls. Um, I wanted to believe, and I I thought this was how it's going to play out. I wanted to believe that Eric and, and Jack brought the nail polish from the dorm over, and they were, like, they gifted it to them. I love that. I um, think that's what happened. It was like a peace offering. Yeah. And then the girls were like, but no, it, you can't have your apartment back. But it turns out it was their nail polish anyway. Anyway. Yeah, good point. The girls are just like, oh, you little babies. <laughs> You're so strong. Uh, and they're like, listen, we're, we're gonna, we got to stand up to bullies. You understand? And Topanga like gets up and she's like, really? You want to mess with me? Do you realize how much anger I have inside me right now? She's like, do you even have any idea what I'm going through right now? Meanwhile, Jack's dad died this year or or within the past year. Yeah. Uh, who he never got to know. Uh, who tore apart his family when he was a child. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's... It's... it's uh, It's a bad look, Topanga. Yeah. And she's just going off and she's like, all right, cage match. Whoever whoever um, doesn't die gets to live in the apartment. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. And Eric is like, Jack, show, show them the thing. And Jack, like, puts his arm up and, like, pops his muscle out. And the crowd goes, Woo! It's a good muscle. It's a nice muscle. That's a good um, muscle. And Topanga's like, oh, yeah, and she walks over and grabs a Coke can off the counter and, like, smashes it up against her head. And then Eric's like, oh, okay, and he goes and picks up a Coke can, hits himself on the head with it. It's full. He falls on the ground. And Eric or Jack goes, you're supposed to use an empty can, Eric. And they get up, and they're like, listen, we, we, we can't fight you guys because... Uh, we don't have a referee. What are we going to do without a referee? We can't fight without a referee. And then the door, like, gets kicked down. And it is... Mankind. Mankind. Mick Foley. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time, or at least of that era. Um, and he is, like, he's fully, like, playing the Mankind character. And he, like, kicks the door down, and he's like, How did I get here? Where am I? And... They explain that they need a referee, and he's like, okay, well, listen, uh, we want it to be safe. No touching the girly parts, which, a little tough to do in a wrestling match. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, I don't want anything cheap. No no cheating. Nothing like this. And he knees Eric in the stomach. And he's like, nothing like this. And he, like, hits Eric over the head. Nothing like this. And then he picks Eric up and body slams him onto the couch. Right. 
Um, so they get started. And it is very apparent which actors were into wrestling to begin with. Really? Topanga is much better at pretending to hit people. Oh, yeah. Well, she is, but it was, it, I mean, it goes both ways. It was really good, like, when you do it like that, the, the other person has to jump backwards and react like they just got hit in the stomach. And what, was it Eric that she punched? It was Eric, and he's he was, into wrestling. He was so good. Like, both of them together, like, when she fake punched him, he reacted like a wrestler would. Right. They're both, like, super into wrestling. So they did, they did a really good job. But there's, like, they get their, hand, their heads slammed into ham sandwiches, and then... Eric gets thrown into the banister, <laughs> and I was so upset. She was like, very upset. The banister. What? They're just, like, breaks. destroying this apartment. It breaks like, the banister. First, mankind, like, bursts through the door and damages the door, and then Eric gets thrown into the banister, and I'm just like, oh, my goodness. There isn't going to be an apartment left to win. But eventually, the girls do win. Yes, because the guys are just like, they're, all I see is girly parts what can i touch and mankind is like don't touch them there and then they get beat up and lose yep but um, you know what good for them good for the boys they shouldn't hit girls right yes um anyway so now we go back to topanga's mom's house yep uh, where there's a knock on the door and Sean and Corey are standing in there talking to Topanga's mom. The door gets knocked on. She opens the door. Sean and Corey decide they're just going to stand there and watch this all play out awkwardly. And even as as Topanga's parents are talking, they get up and move. Sean and Corey get up and move to like the middle of the living room to watch them talk even closer. They couldn't even go to the kitchen. Yeah. But Topanga's dad walks, Jedediah walks in, and he's he's like, hey, what's up? Uh, how's how's it going? They, they said, uh, you wanted to talk to me. And she's like, really? They said you wanted to talk to me. And it gets very awkward from that point. Well, and Corey's like, you know, who cares as long as you're both here? Yeah, and, and he, so Jedediah starts kind of like explaining to her, like, listen, I understand that you're upset with me, and... I just want you to know that I hope that you can find it in your heart one day to forgive me. And Sean has the correct reaction in forgive him for what? Yeah. Corey doesn't even seem to notice because Corey's like, look, forgiveness is like the core of what needs to happen. And she's like, uh, Rhiannon's like, okay, you know what? Because we had a wonderful life together and we made a beautiful child. And Corey's like, that's Topanga. Duh. And um, she's just like, I will probably forgive you. And Corey's like, yes, I did it. And Sean's like, you you did it. And Jedediah's like, I just, I don't want you to hate me anymore. I want this to be over. I I don't want hate. And she's like, hate? Like... How could you possibly think I hate you? I don't hate you. Like we we've we've had a wonderful life together and I'll never regret the years we spent together. But I hope you have a happy life with Marie. And <gasps> who's Marie? Yeah, we're all just like who's Marie? And she, Corey says that or or Sean says that, I don't remember. And um she turns around and goes, 
Marie is the person he really loves now. Dun, dun, dun. And he's just like, all right, bye. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was about it. Like, you didn't think that was going to come up, dude? And Corey made everything so much worse. Yeah. Who would have expected that? Surprise. Anyway. So uh, now, classroom or not? Classroom at the end of the episode, classroom. <laughs> we are in the classroom and like everyone's sitting around talking. You can see Angela and Topanga and Corey and Sean are walking in, I guess, later than everybody else in the class. And they just got back from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And they're like, oh, there they are. Uh, let's go over and talk to them. And they walk over and Topanga's just like, how is your weekend? And Corey's like, oh, you know, it was great. We didn't really do anything at all. And Sean's just like, yeah, except we went to Pittsburgh. No, Sean's the one that's saying oh. like, no, we didn't do it. We just stayed in home, at home for sure. We didn't go anywhere. And yeah. Corey's like, except Pittsburgh. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But, you know, we didn't do anything fun in Pittsburgh. And Corey's like, except talk to your parents. And Sean's like, oh, whoops. Yeah. Also, we talked to your parents. Um, so Topanga gets really frustrated, sort of. But she's also a little bit hopeful. Like, she's like, what happened? And Sean steps in and is like, Corey did a really, really good job. Like, he wanted to help the situation. He did this for you. He went, he went a thousand miles on, or a hundred miles on a Greyhound bus. Why didn't he just drive? Yeah, why didn't they drive? I don't understand. Um, and he did this for you. And he did a really good job. And he looks at Corey and he's like, you did a really good job. And Topanga looks at him and she goes... Really? You did You did a good job? And Corey goes, yeah, I guess, but I guess not, because I failed. And um, she's like, what, what do you mean you failed? And he's like, you know what? Everything I believed in is wrong. I don't know. You're right. It's over. And she goes to sit down, and he goes, or Feeney comes in, so they kind of get interrupted, um, because Feeney teaches all of their classes. This rooster, I apologize. And... Uh, Corey goes to sit down at his desk and Sean is behind him and he's like, listen, like, um, what you're, it's, everything's going to be okay. And I've never seen you like this before. And Corey's like, yeah, cause I never, never believed it was really over before, but it's over. And Mr. Feeney is just like, all right, we're going to talk about the cold war. And then a hush goes over the classroom. Yep. And then we cut to the post credit scene. But you know what? I forgot about something very important that was said. Okay, go ahead. When when Corey and Sean walk in, um, and Corey says they went to Pittsburgh, and Topang is like, why did you go to Pittsburgh? And Sean goes, steal. We were looking for girders. Mm-hmm. It was very funny, and it I didn't want it. It was very funny. Okay. <laughs> that post-credit scene. Post-credit scene is Jack is holding up a bunch of swatches of wallpaper on the walls. Eric is like, we're trying to make this less girly, not more girly. And Mankind is sitting on the bed and is like, guys, the cute one is staring at me. While he's cuddling with the Hello Kitty's plushie. Um, Mick Foley was so adorable. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, they start talking to him and he's just like, you want to meet Mr. Socko? And he pulls that nasty ass sock out of his trousers. Out of his trousers. And, and Jack says, Oh, I love meeting new people. And then Mr. Socko gets stuffed in his mouth, as Mr. Socko does. And then Eric 
starts to step to mankind and is just like, I'm going to do what Mr. Feeney taught me. I'm going to stand up to my bullies and you, sir, are a bully. And mankind's just like, do you want to fly through the air or through the wall? And Eric's just like, air, please. And then we stop at like a freeze frame of him flying. Yep. And that's it. That's it. Tanya, how did you feel about this episode? I could take it or leave it. This is one of those episodes that has little to no substance. And I like I love mankind and I love Mick Foley, but I am 100% I hate sports cameos in TV shows. <laughs> like I can't stand them. It drives me nuts. Why? I don't know. I always have Growing up, I watched nothing but, like, old sitcoms because those were all I was allowed to watch. So I watched, like, a lot of Brady Bunch and, like, Petticoat Junction and stuff. But Brady Bunch always had, like, sports cameos. And those were my least favorite episodes. Like, I hated them. Um, But even, like, so for this episode, one, having new parents, again, was ridiculous. Topanga is so ridiculous and I understand like not stuffing your feelings down but that doesn't mean you take it out on everyone around you and don't notice everything going on around you like she's literally only seeing herself and that's it um and it's she's so irritating and she's taking Angela down with her and now she's also taking um Rachel down with her like and then there's the fact that this is Jack's apartment yeah like Jack got this apartment Jack needed a roommate Eric was his roommate this is Jack's apartment Rachel they saved Rachel this is Jack's apartment this whole storyline should not even be happening it it's upsetting and if Rachel wants the girls to stay there, then they can stay in her room. Throw some air mat their college students. Like, they do not need an entire apartment to themselves. Like, throw some air mattresses down until, like, the heat is off. And then they can move back into their dorm room. This whole sequence was outlandish. And, um... The thought that, like, two college students would go to someone's apartment to try to get, like, the parents back together. Yes, it's a very Corey thing to do. As a high school student. He is now in college. Like, this is too much. The whole thing, I... I wasn't a huge fan of it. At all. Um, There were some really funny parts. And... And that was about it. Like, we did get to see the fact that Sean is still the intuitive one, where he's, like, actually paying attention to what's happening while Corey is, like, off in La La Land, where, and Sean's like, wait a minute, he's, they're saying that he needs to be forgiven, like, what does he need to be forgiven for? So that was fine. But otherwise, like, I don't really have much to say, because it was kind of just dumb. How'd you feel about this episode? Um, Okay. Uh, kind of similarly, uh, I thought it was a good episode to watch. It was it was a fun episode to watch for the most part. It was entertaining. It was it, there were there were funny things. There weren't like laugh out loud moments. 
there were lots of moments where you just like, <laughs> like that. And um, I love Mankind. I, I love Mankind. I love that era of wrestling, you know, um, that if he was using Mr. Sacco at that point, like that was like peak, like everything is, is WWF, but everything is like kind of on the brink of teetering back into not fun anymore. But like it was right at that edge. And I didn't like him in this episode. Like, I didn't dislike him in the episode, but I didn't like the the craziness of it. Like, it he wasn't in the episode because it made sense. You know, like all of the Vader stuff, it all made sense. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just thrown in there. Um, Mankind kicked the door down and then refereed a, a match inside the apartment. And then, uh, I mean, the final scene was fine. But, like, that wasn't... That was literally just a thing where they were like, I don't know, Mankind wants to be on our show. He's super famous right now. Uh, what should we do? I don't know. They'll have a wrestling match in the apartment. Okay, well, how do they meet him? Well, he just kicks the door down and f- and ends up there and doesn't know why. That's not funny. That's just silly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Topanga is just uh, terrible right now. Um, and, and the way that she's taking all of this out on everyone around her. And again, like, I, I think there's something to be said for knowing, knowing that you're upset and, and letting people know and, and talking about your feelings. It's another thing when you are taking it out on the people around you. And it's another thing entirely if you are belittling people by using it. Um, her, her complete disregard for Jack's emotions by telling her, him that he has no idea what she's going through is nuts. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, because he has gone through so much and, and, you know, you can't say whether something is more or less emotional damaging, but you can say for sure that he went through a lot and you should be aware of that. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're having a bad day and, and you know, somebody else is like really, really like struggling and you go to them and you're like, oh, can you believe like, I forgot my, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I forgot my sandwich for lunch today. And the other person is like, my my husband just left me like how dare you come to me like this right now right um it's just it it was incredibly well, and take my apartment over it yeah now that's nuts too um i don't know um and they just do it like there's no like conversation about it they just they've done it they they went in and they took it and they're like yeah well we're not leaving like what the f- who are you what right. are you doing you have a dorm Right. And how are they affording it? Because Jack's parents were the ones that made it so that they could afford it. Yeah. No, it's weird. Um, it definitely, it definitely, this episode took a turn um, into like, not even sitcom territory, like. It's just bizarre. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say, we've had worse episodes as far as characterization goes, because all of them are still kind of them. Mm-hmm. Like, um. Uh, Eric's definitely a little bit sillier than he is funny, mm-hmm. clever. You know what I mean. Um, and Topanga's being Topanga, just to the to the turned up to eleven. Um, and Angela's being Angela, but also turned up to eleven. Like it's not, it doesn't make sense where she's coming from. Um, but at the same time, like, and I also want to point out, like, it's okay for them to be upset and annoyed that the boys won't leave them alone. Once someone decides that they don't want to be with you anymore, it's okay for you to say, like, leave me alone now. Mm-hmm. 
Um, stop trying to pursue me. So I understand them being upset about that. If they really have decided this is all over, well, then Corey and Sean need to leave them alone. Um, that's just how that works. But but they could be alone in their dorm room. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not speaking to that at all. I'm speaking to like them being mad at Corey and Sean. Like when they go in and they they are upset with Corey and Sean, telling them that they're leaving. Um, it's dumb that they're going to another apartment, but it's okay for them to be in there saying like, look, this is over. Stop. But whatever. It was fine. I, I, I didn't dis in, I didn't disenjoy. What's the opposite word of that? I didn't not enjoy watching the episode, but it wasn't a good one. So it is what it is, but this is going to be the shortest episode we've ever had. Wow. Yep. And there's really nothing to be said for it. Right. Like, nothing changed. Um, the only thing that changed, I guess, was that Corey now thinks that everything might be over. Uh, but again, like, Corey is, is it put all of his eggs in the um, Topanga's parents' basket. And really, the only issue here is Topanga's mental health. Um, this is all comes down to the way that she is interpreting things and handling things, and she's handling it poorly. Um, so if anything, he should try to figure out a way he can be there for Topanga instead of trying to, um, put a bandaid on the problem. Well, I think one of the problems is, is she won't let him. That's true. And at that- and, and for him to be able to help her, like, so that's, that's where I, like, did he go off the deep end? Yes. But he was looking for a way that he could help her so that he could get back in because she's not allowing him near her. Except to walk in and just be like, oh, hey, like, this is over. Over and over and over again. Right, right. She's not allowing any any time to breathe and, like, actually disappear. She's, like, constantly showing up and going, hey, bye. Like, <laughs> you said bye, just go. Like, why are you in this dorm room again? You were just there right before they started talking about going to Pittsburgh. Right. Anyway, um, I'm done. Um, is, that, is there anything else you wanted to say about it? No, not really. Um, do you want to tell people where they can find us? Sure. You can tweet at us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar. You'll get approved and then you can chat with us. And watch Vox Machina Friday, January 28th. Um, Ooh, and yeah, if you can handle it, watch... I can't remember. Station Eleven? Yes. Yeah. If you can handle it. If you can handle it, watch Station Eleven on HBO Max and then talk to me about it. Because I need someone to talk to about it so bad. Tanya had it on. And, like, just having it on while I was playing video games was stressful for me. It wasn't stressful for me at all. And, like, I finished the final episode, like, right after... My test came back positive for COVID. I was still fine. I and still then, think it's like the best show. And then restarted it. It's and just like, gorgeous. And that was even worse for me. Like after she had tested positive and it is restarting and it's showing all of this like sickness breaking out. And I'm like, I hate this so much. It's a different sickness. <laughs> it doesn't change the way it's being handled. Um, and, and if you can handle it and get into it, good. Good for you. For me, no, I couldn't. He can um, watch Sweet Tooth, but he can't do Station Eleven. Yeah. Also, I want to get back to Peacemaker. We watched the first episode of Peacemaker. 
Yeah, I'm on the fence about it. Yeah, I'm on the fence about it too, but I keep hearing great things about it. And I and I replied to someone on Twitter the other day about it because they were talking about it. Mike Drucker. Yeah. Really funny guy. And I was like, really? Like, I can't... I, I wasn't sure after the first episode. And, and somebody replied to me and said, after the second episode, it gets really good. Like, you... He's a douche, but um, it really takes a turn and you start to understand the character. See, him being a douche was not my problem with the show. Right. Like, it was disjointed and, and like, rough just for, like, the sake of being, like, shocking. Yeah, there was way too much where they were just like, oh, we're an adult show. Look what we can do. And it's like, I don't mind that stuff at all. But it, it wasn't... It didn't make sense. It was there just was no th- fluidity to yeah. it. It was just thrown in to be like, okay, now we need an adult scene. So that's the here's what happens for the adult scene. Isn't that funny how there's boobs now? And you're like, no, there's no reason for this. We're old. We're very Sh- old. Sure. Yes. But I still want it to make sense. Like, yeah. I'll watch anything. And, and I'll watch anything with boobs in it as long as the boobs make sense. As long as the boobs make sense. But I mean, th- it's not just that scene. Like, there are multiple yeah. scenes where it's like, oh, look how bloody things are now. And it's like, it didn't, it, you didn't, it didn't have to, like, that didn't even make sense in context. Right. Well, for me, it was more the dialogue was kind of stilted and, yeah. and it was very, like, choppy. But, yeah. But we'll see. Cause I, I love John Cena. He's and... fantastic in it. Um, his he's such a good actor. Yeah. Uh, like it's actually surprising, and I know he's a good actor, but like in in the first episode, even like he's so quick and clever, and like his Adorable. timing, his timing is beautiful, and like he does have that like you can you can feel multiple things coming out of what he's saying. Like you can you can see an innocence to it, and also a brokenness to it, and also. Uh, uh, an arrogance to it. Like, mm-hmm. so he is great and I do want to watch more. So yeah, we'll me too. We should do that today. I agree. Anyway, but first I need to edit an episode because we got to get it up. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say? Nope. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 2. Do good. Class dismissed.